0: All right, guys, welcome back. Episode 124 Nick Gibbs. Nick Gibbs is a rapper from Wichita, Kansas. Did you know they have more than just cow tippers out there? Like, we got a legit rapper here. And he's a white dude. Can you imagine white dudes from Wichita? That's weird. Uh, this was really fun. The dude showered me with way too much praise and uh he's just a super nice guy he's really talented i saw him at a uh show where he was performing and uh dude dressed up in a suit looks good dressed up raps well he's got good stage presence uh lights and smoke like it was just a whole it was a really good performance he put on uh when he got off stage i was like dude i gotta shake this dude's hand and be like dude you were awesome come on my podcast please and he did. He drove three hours from Wichita just to do this podcast. Amazing. I really like the dude. I'm going to have him on again in the future. And um, speaking of future, nice segue. That's so why I'm a professional. A professional who doesn't get paid. I think they call that an amp- amateur. Um, speaking of the future, this might be the last episode of the podcast for a while. Um, I need to take a break. I need to recharge I've been going hard for a hundred and like what is hundred and twenty four episodes, and it's basically just me. Charlie helps me when he comes in and he and he does the camera work and I, and I appreciate him very much for that he's uh he's great, but as far as like booking guests and scheduling, clearly doing the interview uh uploading it editing all that stuff, it takes a lot out of me, and without any real help, it's just. I'm not gonna say I'm burnt out, but I need—I just need a break for a little bit. And with my job, December really sucks. So I'm gonna take December off, I think, and then uh, come back swinging, restored, refreshed, ready to go in January 2021. Look out! It's gonna be a whole new—man, uh, who am I kidding? It's not gonna be a whole new anything. It's gonna be a refreshed podcast. It's gonna be great. Uh, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the holidays and spending time with my kids and just living life. Um, thank you guys all for listening and watching the podcast as much you guys have had. And I appreciate all of you. I hope you stick with me. Don't leave. Uh, just take the break. Find some other podcasts to listen to. Uh, check out some of the other Kansas City podcasts. Um, but that's it man i just thank you guys i hope uh yeah it's not gonna be that long of a break really it's just a few weeks i think hopefully um but i just want to let everybody know out there i hope you guys have <sighs> i can't talk uh, happy holidays and um that's it enjoy this episode nick gibbs uh go check his music out uh you know spotify all that place nick gibbs how hard is that and uh, enjoy it He's got great music And enjoy this episode It was a lot of fun Getting to know him And just to really Talk and have a good time It's a good episode um, That's it Welcome to the Talk Podcast we you
1: know Topic is off Now here's your host My daddy Enjoy the soul Thank you for coming To the podcast
0: boom, swat, boom. in three two one what's up nick gibbs what's up i'm ryan westa hi ryan How this is you? neander talk podcast i'm here welcome welcome hey man <laughs> you might be one of the uh you probably show me the most love out of anybody recently. Like ever since I met you, you're constantly sharing my posts and liking them. Of course. And on Facebook, I don't really fuck with Facebook, but I noticed that on there. I'm like,
1: oh, dude. I, You know, I, uh, I got to show support, especially, you know, when you come and see me perform and you take time out of your day to listen to me. Yeah. And then on top of that, you know, after my set, you come and let me know like how I did. Yeah. That, that's the part that, you know if you show support I have to show support all right i on. mean I mean it's it's a given you okay know
0: what I mean? yeah cool um so, yeah I don't always do that i just a lot of times if there's just somebody you know I go to hip-hop shows when I can if there's someone that stands out or that i've never heard like i never heard of you or knew anything about you And all of a sudden this uh clean cut suit wearing white boy steps <laughs> up to the stage to start spitting some bars I was like oh shit this dude's you know rappers i you know there's a million rappers eh probably 1500 rappers in kansas city i see a lot yeah there's a lot of trashy ones <laughs> and then when you happen to see a good one you want to i want to make sure to be like yo not that it means anything i'm just some <laughs> random dude but it's nice i didn't you know people like to hear that they did a good job so i appreciate that. yeah i came up and was like yeah good job dude um and i will tell you there was probably a lot of liquid court courage involved with that <laughs> i was the most drunk i have been since i was like probably 25 well what was your weapon of choice Mm, that's a good question that's how drunk i was everything everything i started out before i left because i ubered there i prepared so i ubered there and i had a couple shots before the uber picked me up because i need to be calm like i'm not afraid to fly Mm -hmm. i'll fly across the world i don't care that shit don't bother me but i don't love getting an uber cars all the time you know just it's a creepy vibe it's not that it's just i don't trust a lot of these drivers like i no. you know I, I was at a probably 16 and i was in a bad car accident so that kind of leaves an imprint on your mind and you get you know i did have ptsd for a while after that and some of that still lingers but yeah not it's not that bad
1: anymore i'm fucking 41 now figured that shit out well it makes sense like i had that same problem i wouldn't drive for a while like Mm -hmm. you can ask my older brother like i would not drive and i even had a car given to me and everything and i would not drive. yeah well because my twin my twin is a terrible driver i'm gonna go ahead and say it he's like the worst total five vehicles in my high school career and it started like junior year how do you even stay insured on that Uh, It was expensive. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Well, I mean, some of it was no fall accident and some of it was somebody else's fault. But, like, he was prone for all the accidents. And what got me in where I would not drive, like I refused to, was I got T-boned on my side. Oh, shit. My twin was taking me to wrestling practice in high school and I got clipped on my side. And the cop looked at me and he said, if that airbag did not come out, you wouldn't have made it. Mm Mm-hmm. So at that point, like, <clears throat> yeah, that'll I, freak you out. Yeah, I was like, mm, I'm, a, I'm not gonna drive because I, that's all I knew. I knew that just accidents were gonna happen if you drive or drove in a car. Mm-hmm. That's all I thought. Not the fact that if you know, if you're actually a really good driver, you kind of have that control a little bit. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, but still, you just you can't control getting T-boned. No. You can be doing everything right, some asshole runs a red
1: light and just smashes into the side of you. And that makes sense. And that's <clears throat> that's what I feel like in the back of my head that was the voice that told me, you know, screw all that driving shit. Yeah. Man. I'm over it.
0: So. Yeah, so that yeah, I yeah, I, yeah, that's it happens it's funny what kind of impressions leave on your mind from tragic events and how long they can stay there. So yeah, whenever I get in an Uber now, it's fine. I I trust them for the most part but there still is a little bit of that you know please don't be a maniac please don't get in a wreck i was in a <clears throat> an uber at uh the beginning of the summer and we went from here down to the crossroads kansas city and we're the uber's pulling up to a stop sign with a crosswalk and i see this dude in the wheelchair going across the crosswalk wow oh. i was like oh shit this dude's gonna hit him like I saw it happening. The driver did not see. Hits him. Hits the dude in the wheelchair. Oh. <clears throat> Luckily, it was it wasn't super hard or super fast. It bumped him. Scared the hell out of the dude in the wheelchair. The Uber driver jumps out real quick. He's like, "Oh man, are you all right? All right?" And uh, just we see him take out money. And he's like offering the guy in the wheelchair like. And the dude in the wheelchair is like, "No, I'm fine. I'm fine." -uh. Take the money, (laughs) right? (laughs) Uber driver comes back in, jumps into the car, and pretends like nothing happened. He just the the girl and I we we looked at each other like, what do we do? Like, what we we, our stop our stop was like two blocks away, so he pulls over to stop us, and I go, sir, (laughs) I go, you just left me in a very odd predicament here. I go, you just hit a guy in a fucking wheelchair. What am I supposed to do with that? Mm. Like, you're an Uber driver. I'm sitting in the back here, and you just hit a dude in a wheelchair and just took off? Like, what am I supposed to do? And he was like, you know, white as a ghost. He was nervous and scared as it was from hitting the dude, of course. Oh, yeah. And But he was just like, I go, what do you want me to do? I go, tell me. He didn't say anything. I go, you want me to keep my mouth shut, don't you? I go, of course you do. I go, that's what I would probably want. You don't want to be told on. No. I go, but I don't know what to do here. I go, I guess I'm not going to call the cops on you. No. And I jumped out and we got out of the car and then immediately called Uber or texted Uber. and was like, hey, this dude just hit a dude in a wheelchair and, you know, bounced. Damn. And they're like, oh, we're sorry about that. And we talked to them. They gave us the free ride, which was cool. It was like a $35 trip. So that was nice.
1: Okay, I'll Um, take that.
0: And then afterward, and then yeah, he took off. Whatever, we got our free trip. But then I wanted to go find the guy in the wheelchair Mm because I was yeah I wanted to make sure he he was all right and that his chair was all right because he he got hit and it was one of those motorized nice chairs. Oh yeah, the hover rounds. Kind yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so I went to go find him just because who knows maybe he got hit and was scared or didn't know that maybe a wheel got turnt mm-hmm. i want to make so everything was fine he was you know he was kind of laughed about it. i was like yeah the guy offered me 20 bucks 20
1: dollars for getting hit mm-hmm. uh no i he didn't take it the guy didn't take it what what would your what would your price tag be if you got clipped
0: uh just like he did like no real injury just kind of uh let me capitalize on this dude's paranoia
1: i mean at least a mcdonald's burger right you um
0: know? Yeah, I would have been like, I, I, I don't know, I don't know.
1: I, I think my price would have been at least a burger. You gotta, you gotta buy me something to eat. I gotta eat that off.
0: <clears throat> well, I don't want to go have a burger with you, but give me money for a burger. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it's like ooh, twenty bucks.
1: Yeah, throw me a good burger price. Yeah, you know, I'll go grab a nice burger and About have a twenty dollar burger is a nice. That's a burger and a beer for sure. That is a burger and a beer. With, Hell yeah, with bacon. You put bacon on that bitch. Mm-hmm, I love bacon. Oh yeah. Shout out to bacon. It's like the <laughs> s- salt of meats. You know, it belongs really? on everything. Does you can just that'd be a good sub-
0: salt substitute. Just take it and grind it up and just sprinkle it on there you whatever go. you want instead of salt. Bacon bits, bacon salt.
1: Ah, oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, so
0: anyway, so yeah, so at that Roxy, at your show, I took a couple shots before in the Uber to get there, and then I think I started drinking uh, vodka sodas Ooh. with a lime, and I just I was just pounding them. I don't know how many I had. I started buying shots for everybody. I was doing shots. I was Damn. just Yeah, it was a good time. That is a good time. And yeah, so I was destroyed. Like, after people <laughs> left, there was like, a, you know, still a bunch of us hanging out in the parking lot. Like I got into like some kind of dance off. Did you win? With some dude, of course. Of course. Of course. I destroyed <laughs> this dude. It was great. Crump, <laughs> Crumping on him,
1: you know? Mm. And
0: then, uh, yeah, Uber came and drove me home and I... I posted a picture on my Instagram actually <clears throat> after I got home and I captured it. This is probably the drunkest photo I've ever taken. It's still on my Instagram. It's just me laying on the ground or the stairs there. Oh no! It's it's so bad. I had
1: to leave it up.
0: I took it as a you know just
1: that. That's what happens when you do multiple drinks in various kinds. You can't. You got to kind of like stay with one the whole night, you know? It wasn't that. It was just how many I had. I oh. had
0: so many of
1: them so fast. Like
0: I was just chugging them.
1: Well, they were delicious after a certain point. You know? Yeah,
0: we're just feeling good and you want to keep that feeling going. And then you then you overshoot. That was a good
1: show though. There was a, was lot, a, of a yeah. lot of people. It was a great show.
0: Yeah. people. I was very surprised. That was like the first post-COVID show I went to. And it was in Kansas. Mm-hmm. And here I am in Missouri. And our rules are a little bit different. Yeah, And when I pulled up, you know, the bouncer ticket guy was like, I asked him, I was like, do I have to wear a mask? He goes, nope. I go, not even when I, is it just when I sit down though? He's like, no, you don't have to wear a mask
1: at all. Wow. It's like, whoa, okay. That's peculiar. I mean, that's scary a little bit, you know, people are just rolling around with no masks. You know, I wore a mask until my performance. and I put it back on. Yeah. There were a lot of people that wore masks,
0: but a
1: lot of people that weren't well i mean i wasn't (laughs) i i get it so like either way you know it's all about your immune system how you handle it you know Mm -hmm. i i have kind of like a weak immune system sometimes so uh i wear the mask just so i can make sure i can continue doing shows because right when i get covid no one's gonna want to come to my show you know not for two weeks i know (laughs) some people are still paranoid about it like super paranoid so, yeah. one of my buddies has COVID, and I haven't seen him ever since he got diagnosed with COVID. He's like, nah, I'm just staying in the house. And Even after he had it? Yeah. He's just like, nah, I'm, I'm not going to be around anybody. Well, no, he doesn't have to worry about it now. Well, Once you got it, yeah, I, you're good. I don't, I don't know what his mindset was, because I said the same thing. I was like, hey, you know, you, you kind of already... Mission accomplished. You got, accomplished. Yeah. You got you the know? antibodies now. You're good. Yeah. You're immune for a, at least a little while. But he's he's still just like, I don't want to get it again. It was terrible. I couldn't taste my food. And he loves food. I, that would suck. That so, would
0: suck. Even if I didn't like get full on sick, but that happened, yeah. that would suck. That happened too. You couldn't taste bacon. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, I could not taste no. bacon.
1: That's a scary thought. I, mm. You know, I, I just enjoyed a breakfast burrito this morning. And if I, that was the last time I could taste some good food like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, no. I put chalua on it and everything. I would I would have broken my heart. But I'm a breakfast burrito fanatic. Dude. Love me breakfast burritos. I love all burritos, man. I just you know, it's just food. convenient, you know? You can walk around the house, finish getting ready, and eat a burrito. Yeah. You know? They're the best. They're just phenomenal. Convenient, yeah. Cheap cheap to make, cheap to buy. Oh man. Put some eggs, ham on it.
0: Uh-huh. Some chalua. Yeah. Game so game. yeah, that was a dope show. Got a miss. You.
1: Yes. Shout out to Godimus. Godimus,
0: Alan Wayne, you. Uh, who's that Twista? Uh, was it? Uh, who's that Twista dude? That real fast dude. Oh, the, not, I know it's group? not Twista, but the gr- <clears throat> rap group twisted it was insane is that them wasn't one of the dudes from that there maybe i'm thinking of a different show it could have been a different show because i probably would have been king. i was really drunk <laughs> the next day i couldn't get out of bed like it was bad like it fucked me up for
1: almost two days yeah hangovers especially when we get older they just last longer when we get
0: older how old are you
1: i'm 27 yeah you ain't old son you're 27 I'm, I'm feeling it all right hangovers you're, last longer
0: you're too that's, yeah. they linger you're, it, too, you're too young to be feeling that old.
1: Well, I felt at 25. So 25 after my birthday, the next day, I was like, dude, why am I still hungover? It's yeah. been about like four hours. I should have been done. You know? And, you know, you just you just realize that uh, you, you're you getting older, you need to slow down a little bit. Don't You're not invincible like you were when you were 18.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I have a hard time convincing myself that I'm not invincible still. I still get that stupid... 21 year old mindset were like nothing's going to take me down. I got this shit and then I do get punched down the next day I'm like, "Oh my god. Yeah, I'm too
1: old." Friendly reminder. Like, "Hey, uh-huh. by the way, speaking of which, remember when you were born?" Yeah, and it's happening.
0: Yeah. There it is.
1: God, I've been there.
0: Nick Gibbs is a rapper out of Wichita,
1: Wichita, Kansas. Yeah.
0: Wichita, Kansas. My last episode or two episodes ago, I can't remember, I had a producer on that's from Wichita. Really? What's Bergotti? His
1: name? That sounds really familiar.
0: Now he lives here. And well, he does a lot of shit. Oh, I forgot which studio, but down in Westport somewhere. Nice. He needs to hit me up. Okay. I told him about it. I talked about you on our, on that episode. Yeah. People don't know me. People Not, don't. It's hard, probably hard to be known when you're in Wichita. It's, it's,
1: a, it's a very tough... I mean, if you can get your name out there in Wichita, you can get it out anywhere. Because Wichita is kind of like... They're very clicky, you know? I don't know shit about
0: Wichita. I've been there one time to watch a hockey game back in probably 1999. The Wich- nope. That might have been Topeka. Well, it's the
1: Scarecrows. Yeah, that's Topeka. That's all right. Well, you know what? I don't even think I've ever been to Wichita. Well, I need to invite you. You need to come out. Seems like a far drive. It is a far drive. At least three hours. Oh, my God. Did you mm. come all the way out here for this? Yeah. Holy shit. I did. I was honored. him you know, I, <laughs> don't be honored. <laughs> I I am seriously. It was great. I mean, I uh, I take it seriously, and when people invite me, I take it seriously. <clears throat> awesome. I mean, just because it's a three-hour drive doesn't mean if I say I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here.
0: Three-hour tour. Yeah. Three well, I appreciate tour. you making the drive to come out here. Um, Absolutely. It's a bummer Alan couldn't be on, but I'm sure we can do this again. And Absolutely. We'll get his We'll get his ass in here talking about. I'll actually be back December 5th. He's going to be gone until Christmas, he said. Mm-hmm. So.
1: I know I will be because Joey Cool's performing at the Roxy. And, okay. And I will be there co-headlining for that show. Okay. Who else will be there? Do you know? Well, I know my twin who just came back from the military, who's originally my hype man, is going to be there. So, nice. Uh, that's going to be insane. I think, I mean, stage presence from when you saw it last... Has changed tremendously. Really? Yeah.
0: From just a couple months ago? Um, How so?
1: Well, so we've done some advancements on like the smoke. Okay. uh, Lighting. We've got specific lighting that fits in line with the show set. I've got a stand-up box that has a light underneath me, so when I stand on it, it emphasizes me on it. Um, Banners were in the works of, of like a little bit better banners. Merch has been a little bit more advanced as well, so I have a little bit more shirts ready to go. Damn. So, I mean, we just putting in a lot of work. My goal is to try to get this EP done so I'll have physical copies for the shows from now on so people yeah. will be able to walk home with the CD, you know. Yeah, so. those
0: are kind of harder and harder to get rid
1: of, though, don't you think? It is, uh, and that's the thing. Is I have, like, at least in Wichita, I had at least 50 people ask me for a CD. Okay, like, well,
0: I, that's Wichita. They're probably behind the times by about... Five or six years
1: Well here's the thing I also got people In Kansas City too So yeah. like I have A good handful So shout out Jess and Rob Dalby uh, They both Wanted to buy A physical copy And Megan also Decided to buy A physical copy I love copy the physical well.
0: copies I wish they were more Prevalent I wish they You know I love it I love getting an album I love album art I love reading it I just yeah. love everything About albums Like CD covers Everything It's um, something physical you Yeah know, You have it in hand Yeah. You know, it's just so just with technology these days they're just like i bought a car recently it's a 2019 and it doesn't have a cd player in it Mm. i'm like what the fuck? that's sad that is sad i was so bummed out i could not not buy the car because of that reason because i do love bluetooth i mean i listen to everything mainly on spotify but you know i have some albums here like i got my friend brandon patrick he's a comedian Mm -hmm. and he has like W- that one of those albums You can only get on CD Wow You know so it's like
1: eh. Plus you can sign them Yeah You know So like the first hundred that I make I'm gonna ha- sign each individual Yeah one that's fun And like put the number underneath So like out of a hundred This is the number of it So kind of build some nostalgic portion for, Yeah For me at least So like I'm gonna keep the first physical copy for myself mm-hmm. And have that sitting in my, my, my wall That I'm gonna create nice. So I just, oh, yeah. you know, you gotta, you gotta have that for yourself too. So mm-hmm. part of it's not necessarily for the fans cause it is for the fans, but the other part is for yourself. You know, you gotta have that because who knows, phones may not be working. My phone could be off. I could be yeah. broke and never, you know, do rap ever again, but I could still look at that physical copy. Yeah. Know? So,
0: you know what I think is dope and I wish a lot of people would do is records.
1: Yes. Oh, they're, but they're so expensive cause I looked to at them make, like, yeah. So <clears throat> I looked You'd have to, to do make them. Just
0: a few Like specialty ones Like oh, my 20 God. at a time Or something I
1: gotta have people Pre-buy them If I'm gonna mm-hmm. get it Like you have to To cover the cost for it Because they are Super expensive But they're cool The way that they do them Like uh, I saw Jake Cole's At So we have a vintage Stock in Wichita Okay And you, and you go there And they have a <clears throat> bunch Of records there Of right. course I saw Jake Cole's album I saw You know Dr. Dre's album All on like vinyl And mm-hmm. I was like, This is pretty cool Yeah Makes me want to go buy a turntable, right? Because it's something about it, like the sound where you put it down, where you drop the needle, Mm -hmm. and you're listening to it. That's like,
0: and just the history of it, the mm -hmm. history of the record player,
1: that originated everything.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And then you just even just look at like the 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 history of hip hop with records and DJing, spinning, and all Mm -hmm. that
1: shit. It's like scratching all that. Yeah,
0: there's just so much that goes into record players and. It's one of the bummer, you know. You get the double-edged sword with technology, Mm -hmm. like the ease and access is just awesome. Like I spend twelve bucks a month, yeah, whatever it is for Spotify, and I have access to everything.
1: Yeah, it's amazing.
0: Like you know, one CD's twelve bucks back in the day, fifteen bucks. You know, that's just one CD. Yeah,
1: I remember that. I mean, but
0: then you lose out on the coolness of records. You know, you lose out on that. And there's a different sound. There's a different bit of a sound different tones that come out of it and then just the the culture around it you know there's no culture with spotify there's no you know
1: well you don't meet up at a store yeah you know i don't know how many times like back in the day when i would go buy a cd because i was in that era you know i mean where cds became the most prevalent i i even had a walkman you know, and, CD
0: Walkman? Yep. Yeah, I had one of those. It sucked.
1: And you had to hold it like this <laughs> so while when you're skip? walking home. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> so you don't scratch that CD that you stole from your dad's closet, you know? Yeah. Because I found an NWA CD from my dad, and I took that and snuck it in my Walkman and was listening to it, you know, because I liked rap music. I had a buddy uh, back in the day. I mean, old buddy, old, old buddy. He probably doesn't even remember me. But uh, Austin Walker... I was riding on the bus with him, and he introduced me to Bone Crusher, Never Scared, and DMX Party Up in here. Like, those are the two that he had on this CD, and he would always play them every morning. <laughs> so, we'd just sit there, listen to it on the bus. <clears throat> I was, like, eight years old. Oh, I had shit. no business listening to that music. No. Business. I got
0: some stuff. I, I, I listened to two live crew at too young of an age.
1: Yeah. It, it kind of... It's bad for you, you know. Not, yeah, yeah. It's. I didn't need to know the language. Music, that I music
0: can be very imp- impressionable. On, on, yeah, you can, it, you can put some things into innocent minds at too young of an age, for sure.
1: Yeah, a lot of it, I didn't even know what he was saying. Right, you know, I was just like, "Ooh, wow, okay, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. I like this beat. This is fantastic." Yeah, up in here, up. <laughs> yeah, and now. You know, I rap. I don't know. Maybe that could have been the influence at that time. Maybe I just loved rap music from the get go. Yeah. And just fell into it. Did you always listen to rap or
0: did you always like, that's always been your your jam?
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean I like old school. So old school things I, I thoroughly enjoy. Like I'm a big fan of like K R S one, Chino XL. You know, I was listening to the Wake Up Show with Tech Nine and uh King Tech and Slim Shady And mm-hmm. you know That whole That portion right there I was listening to Religiously And then I got like Tied into uh, A lot of like West Coast style okay. So In WA I had the Straight out of Compton album That I stole from my dad's closet <laughs> And uh, I would listen to that All the time And then It's a great album oh, It's solid mm-hmm. Classic mm-hmm. And uh, you know Every song You could play every song In that album <clears throat> And nonstop, Yeah On repeat And that's what I did it was pretty bad. Um, yeah. I, well, I stole it from my dad. So yeah, first yeah. of all, I'm wrong for stealing. So, and then we go round two with stealing. I'm also listening to a song that I probably shouldn't be listening to, or right. a whole CD for that matter. But.
0: <clears throat> yeah, you, you fuck the police at eight years
1: old. Yeah, fuck, fuck the police. Yeah. Eight years old. Why not? You right. know. And watch cops later. You know, it's just so weird. But. Uh, yeah, I got I got a
0: seven year old. If next year he came home with, like, some whatever, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of something bad. I can't think of any, like, fucking t- uh, 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 Brother Lynch or something
1: like oh, that. Oh, that would be a bad That <laughs> <one. laughs>
0: would freak me out if Brother Lynch comes, you know, my yeah. That's my, my son that eight yeah.
1: <laughs> That's a scary dominant kid. Like, I'd, I'd ask him permission. Like, do you want to be grounded this week? Yeah, okay. what's going on with you? <laughs> Can you not... Can you not hurt me, please? <laughs> you listen to bad songs, but uh, yeah, I don't know how I'd handle that too. If like my kiddo, because I have a, I have a three year old about okay. to be four. Uh, if he came home listening to like Brother Lynch hung, right? First of all, I'd be kind of hyped because I listen to Brother Lynch hung, yeah. so I'd be like, okay, cool, yeah, that's that's great. But uh, why are you listening to Brother Lynch hung? Yeah, and uh, why are you listening to that song in particular? That's a good one, but still a bad one, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's good, just not good for you Yeah, mixed emotions would happen at that point mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, I've just i always listened to I think West Coast is probably my favorite Like, I'm a big Tupac fan E-40, Be Legit, you know Of course you got NWA mm-hmm. Ice Cube kind of like paved the way for his kiddos And made a good life for himself So it, it inspired me Yeah, it's hard to argue against West Coast, that's for sure ah, it's solid. Especially
0: the classics, the greats Too Short, I was a big Too Short guy
1: Ooh, yeah Two short slaps. hmm I I'm surprised I didn't mention two shorts. Mm. Too short. Two shorts. Too short. Really? Too
0: short. Bitch. Bitch. I like East Coast too, man. I mean I mean you liked it. You like DMX. Yeah. K R S one. Let's see. Um yeah. I was yeah, I I I like it all. I was I loved East and West. Big Wu Tang fan, but yes. I really liked Southern hip hop. I really like Southern hip hop, so like Dirty S- South,
1: Slim Thug, Some Slim Thug, Outcast,
0: uh, Eight Ball and MJG. Yep, Three That's Six my, Mafia. My favorite. Oh my gosh, I love Eight Ball and MJG.
1: Dude. Three Six Mafia, sure. Project Pat, Mafia, 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 Mafia. I like Project Pat. I hit him up. I want him to do a feature with me. Like, come on, dude, let's work. Uh, how long you been rapping? How long you been taking it serious? Seriously, I would say about two years. Okay, like I did my first track. <clears throat> kind of bullshit a little bit I include that into the two years Because that kind of like Helped pave the way for me I always freestyle So like Off the top of the dome Just freestyle I'd go to and like rap
0: battles or anything?
1: Oh no 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 no, no. But here's the thing Like I, I like to promote I don't like to really <clears throat> Talk down on people So like I'll listen to battle rap I'm a big fan of like Loaded Lux uh, Charlie Clips Conceited I mean those Wordplay just out of this Fucking world right. And then you got Arsenal, and then you've got uh, DNA. DNA is pretty good too. But uh, I would listen to them, and that's what kind of made me realize that. I mean, I could probably battle rap somebody if I really don't like that individual. <laughs> I could feel that way, <laughs> yeah. you know. But I'm. I like. I like positivity. I okay. like to uplift people. Right and on. So like, um, if in my songs, sometimes it may not say that but it's my own interpretation of like what i feel is right for like an artist people have like died for this music like mm-hmm. legitimately died mm-hmm. so like tupac is like one of my biggest inspirations in music i think it all started because i was him and i are born the same day okay so june 16th we were both born june 16th uh and he died making this music right and you have people that come into this game and promoting it really. If you oh, think about man. it, a
0: lot of the, a lot of the reasons why I got killed was just the way he
1: he was promoting it. He he made it iconic you know, when
0: you start a, a East Coast West Coast beef with for you know promotion. Yeah, it's and remarkable. Shot and he <laughs> got shot,
1: and, and like you have people like that who die uh, trying to make this culture something mm-hmm. significant. So like, people like Snoop Dogg can meet up with people like Master P and actually make millions doing music. You know what I mean? And you have people who come into the game and they don't respect it. They disrespect the people who paved the way for them to be here because without those artists that they disrespect, they wouldn't be into the relevance that they are today. So like, when I heard Kodak Black say he's better than Biggie and Tupac, at that point, I knew f- for a fact he was only doing it for shock factor.
0: Every rapper does that. I and, haven't had, I don't think I've met a rapper that doesn't, like in here, that doesn't think they're the best. You know what I mean? Like they're, all, I mean, they don't, you know, they just always think they're the best. They're number one. And, I, and to them, I mean, I say, yeah, I get it. It's like, uh, you can get away with it just saying, you know, that's just my opinion. And, in my opinion, I'm the best.
1: And that's, <laughs> for me, that's not correct. It's not realistic right like, let, let's be realistic on it um, right and that's a lot of what my music says it's not out of hatred it's just more shining the light of the the negativity of lying to yourself okay you know, or lying to others to create this fallacy or this this impression that you're the also great artist but you're like if we if we pick apart what you say in your songs or if you can't even freestyle in a rap, but you want to embrace the culture, but you can't even embrace the fact of mastering or honing your skills to the way that uh, these other artists did. So Mm -hmm. like Tupac, if you told him to freestyle off the top, that's exactly what he would have done. Yeah. He would not have said, nah, I don't freestyle. Nah, I I can't do that. Uh, Uh, No, there was, there were those people, I've seen them, they're like, nah, you got to pay me.
0: Well, I get, you gotta pay me, I'm not gonna just freestyle, it's not free, you gotta pay me. I've seen some big names do that shit.
1: I get that, but what I'm saying is like, in the sense of, it, it rather you can or not. Mm-hmm. There's artists nowadays who can't put in a simple sentence or a bar together, or a, uh, uh, I guess a subject matter that falls in place. Everything just seems all over the place. You know, when you're talking about one thing and then going to something else for two seconds and then going to something else instead of following into a subject pattern which fits in line to a song. You know, people like Tupac, when they were talking about things like uh, giving respect to their mothers or uplifting women and do positivity into the world and, like, give it out. Mm -hmm. You got kids nowadays who badmouth it, defame it, and then they don't respect it and i guess in my mind that's disrespectful i'm gonna call it out yeah you know what i mean okay that's kind of what some of my songs come into play like uh i know sick with it is one of those um chaos is kind of the same way you know how many songs you got on spotify i've got four right now. i thought so i'm i'm almost there so I've got two songs right now. They're being mixed and mastered as we speak. Okay. I talked to them today. Chris so.
0: Crisscross is that the newest one? Yes, Chris. I like crosses. that one. Thank you. I like them all. I mean, I like your stuff. I wouldn't have you here if I didn't. I appreciate it. Thank yeah. You. Uh, you. Yeah, I respect your game. Uh, and yeah, so you're into the promotion, huh? That's your thing.
1: mm mm-hmm. So you got
0: to be, man. It's that's such a huge part of any creative mm-hmm. person, like, and that's. That's what separates uh, the people that make it or even make a dent to right. those that don't, that have been hustling hard. Like, to be honest, like, I'm not, a, I wish I knew how to promote. I'm not a promoter. Like, I believe this podcast would be a lot bigger if I knew what the fuck I was doing promoting. But I just enjoy having a good time yeah, and exactly. doing this. Like, I, my brain doesn't think. Like, I get some promotive ideas, but then they fizzle out or I don't know how to
1: capitalize or keep going with it. Just, well, I've just been I've been getting guidance from it. And yeah. I, I think a lot of what you have here is phenomenal. You even you obviously invested into it. Like I I know the viewers can't really see everything in here, but this is phenomenal. <laughs> Thanks, man. So the the setup is phenomenal. I like the way you handle it, the demeanor. I'm relaxed. I'm chilling. Oh yeah. You know? It's a good vibe. And I think promotional comes with time all the time. Yeah. So, like, from when I first started, like I said, I've been doing this for two years, Mm -hmm. and the only reason why I've gotten to where I am is from guidance that I've gathered from people who see something in me and believe in what I do. So, I mean, from my basis, I can go with mention off a handful of names of people who have taken time to guide me, even if it's just for a little bit, Um, like Unique, for an example, met up with me at my show at the Godemus show and gave oh, me just a little bit. Unique? Too, mm-hmm.
0: I know him. He's been on the show.
1: Yeah. He's a he's a beautiful person. Yeah, he's a great I, dude. I got a lot of love for him. Do you
0: know he used to be a stripper?
1: I did not. No. I I feel like I would have been fine without that information though. Yeah well it got a, it got <laughs> yeah, it with I gotta let it gotta let it that's I got a, good information. I got a, I'm gonna look at him different. Okay, like, <laughs> hey, what's up, dude?
0: <laughs> what's up, tripod?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
0: Shout out to Unique.
1: Unique is the shit. I he's love good. That guy
0: do you know uh flu
1: i have not met flu yet
0: oh yeah he's and unique and Influence. they're they're they used to be connected at the hip uh, i think they kind of they still do shit together but i think mm-hmm. they kind of i don't know with COVID and everything kind of do their own thing sometimes but
1: yeah it's fair check out flu i will Cheers check sometime. out flu. he's cool absolutely i'm sure i'll meet him eventually yeah i've been meeting a lot of people from kansas city which i mean that's what i love the most is it's a good Kans- spot Oh, everybody shows support I love the support huh. That I'm getting Yeah At least I'm getting Tremendous amount of support good. I mean I hear a lot of things Of yeah. course Yeah But you know I'm from the outside Looking in You know I've got A lot of good people That I've met And that I'm You know I'm I'm blessed Yeah I'm thankful Keep hanging around And doing shows With them strange people Oh, wow, that's what I need mm-hmm. Yeah That's where I want to be signed Like legitimately Yeah If you, if you told me You want
0: to be signed Don't want to be uh, Some major independent dude I want I, I want to be Go, go Young Dolph On, on everybody
1: I, As much as I want To be Young Dolph I don't think I, You know I've always had that vision Like I've legitimately Like dreamt about it You know Of what I want to do mm-hmm. And Strange Music Is definitely it It's the only record label I truly believe in I mean besides Shady Records But Shady Records Is like one of those things It's like It's not next door You know Yeah I mean Strange Music Is
0: kind of in your backyard I mean, Your neighbor's I mean, backyard Anyways <laughs> hop the fence over yeah yeah hop on over
1: it's a nice skip and a jump but um it just logistically makes sense and uh the artists that i've met or hung around with Mm -hmm. like of course i've met Godemus a couple of times Mm -hmm. and joey cool and darren saffron and you know i've met ritz several times i've met tech a couple times brother lynch hung is super cool uh, I think the biggest one that helps solidify my decision, if like the paperwork ever comes from Travis, mm-hmm. it's it's going down. Like yeah. we will figure it out. We'll, we'll whatever we got to do to get it figured out. Where you know I can get on that label, it's going to happen because like C Lim is probably the biggest influence out of it. Oh wow! So I met C Lim at uh, Dreamland. Uh, it, it, it's a place in Iowa that where Tech Nye was performing for, I think it was a Strictly Strange tour. And it had Brother Lynch Hung, Seth Crew, Stevie Stone, Chris Calico, uh, and Selim was there. He was following the tour. Okay. Um, Dilemma was supposed to be there, but Dilemma couldn't make it in time for the show. But um, when I met Selim in person, I slapped hands and I said, hey, I, I'd like a mask you know, because he sells masks himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out Cuzlo Inc. masks, you know, everyone on the podcast. <laughs> Go support my boy, C. Lim. Um, <clears throat> he was the first legitimate individual, like, besides my friends, you know. Is, is This is a stranger. And I followed him on Instagram and chatted with him and said, hey, thank you for the support, you know. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he, he made sure I... Got a mask saved And he made sure I had it Before I met tech and everybody For a signature to oh, get cool. his, So he made sure that everybody was able to sign this mask Which I still have hanging on my wall <laughs> You know It's nostalgic yeah. But that moment I didn't know the significance of it Because when that moment came uh, I, I made my first song And I sent it to him And instead of just viewing it He said Wow, that's some really good stuff. Here's what I feel like you should do here. Oh, cool. You know, I like gave me a legitimate artist critique. Yeah, this guy I've met once. Mm-hmm. I was super nice to him, and you know, being cordial back, which is like one of the biggest lessons I'd give to anybody who's really trying to make it in music. If you just be yourself, but be a respectful version of yourself. You know, say please and thank you. All right. You know, proper be a manners. Human being. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> just don't come off cocky like you own the bitch. Yeah, and. You'll meet some really good people, and then they will legitimately want to help you out if you just be legitimately humble and thankful for it. Yeah. And so I was just like. Tremendous advice. Ah. Some people get in their own head. You know, you have people telling you how great you are at all times.
0: There's a lot of egos. I mean, in the rap game, I mean, in the music game, especially in the rap game, there's a lot of fucking egos. And it's unnecessary. You don't need to. Yeah. I mean, it's where therapy comes in for some of these people, right?
1: I think it, yeah. (laughs) I think some of that is self reflection, and yeah. I I'm I'm not the end all be all like the smartest most intellectual guy, but I at least know the basic- I am. Yeah,
0: uh, exactly. No ego. If I am we, the smartest person I've ever met, and I have no ego.
1: It's the beard. <laughs> the beard grows wisdom. That's yeah. It. I got minimum.
0: <laughs> You'll get there.
1: Lu- yeah, I'm working on it. You'll you get know. There. I'm I'm be- I'm becoming a
0: real boy. This beard's getting out of control. It, I keep it. I think about shaving it every day.
1: I will say it's pretty. Like right here, this part right here, mm-hmm. it's clean cut and your mustache isn't over. You're like,
0: oh, like, it is. I just kind of waxed it and parted it a little bit today and I usually straighten it, but I didn't have time to straighten it this morning. So it's all, it looks nice. Mount Manny. I'll go ahead
1: and say it looks nice. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> but, uh, wh- where I'm getting with it is like, I- I'm not necessarily the most intellectual, but mm. uh, you know, just following the basic, you know, being, being nice to people right. takes you a long way and golden
0: rule. Ah,
1: dude, for a reason. And I just so happened to meet one of the coolest individuals I've ever met, uh, in the sense of how respectful he was. He, he listened to me and when I sent stuff, he gave honest feedback back. And, uh, you know, one day just out of nowhere, I'm driving to Kansas city to go pick up my boy. And he messages me and says, Hey, I want to do a song with you. Ah, and I was like, Oh no shit. Nice. Uh, and and so I hit him back. I was like, "Absolutely." Yeah. When well, now? Where like, are you? I'm coming your way. <laughs> and he lives in California. Oh shit. That's the crazy part. This guy's from he. I don't know specifically in California. All I know is Newport, California is where he invited me for this award ceremony that he does. It's called the Gert Awards, and people like Snoop Dogg, Tech Nine, Nipsey Hussle, Kevin Gates. You know. Pretty much, it's strange music-sponsored event. Um, I got invited to go there after I did my song with him. So after I did Shit Starter, which is the song with C. Lim, mm-hmm. um, he nominated me for an award. At that point, because I knew a little bit about him, but I didn't know a tremendous amount. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wanted to keep it grounded. If I know too much about this individual, I'm gonna start acting freaking corny freaking out. Yeah, I'm gonna act corny, you mm-hmm. know? I'm gonna start coming with it with like praise to you type bullshit. You okay. know I I wanna still be authentic and be real. Right. Uh, and you know, I found out he actually hosts the GERT Awards and he nominated me for a Mover Shaker Award. I think it was last year when he nominated me, and I actually won. Oh shit. It's crazy. Congrats. Thank you. Cool. What well, did you get a trophy or something? A yeah. plaque? I got an award. So like a kind of like the Grammys. Oh, cool. It's it's an individual with a mask on and he has a Mac 10. Dope. To, yeah, it's super cool. That's cool. It's like the coolest award I've ever received. And All I right. keep it I keep it right next to my bedside. Of course you do. So like when I wake <laughs> up and I turn over, <laughs> I got to be reminded like, bro, you got to keep going. You got to yeah. get that second one. There you go. A little you motivation. Know you know, just don't waste your time. Mm-hmm. This is your day. Make it happen type scenario. But like it all started from like a couple songs that, you know, at the time were good. Mm-hmm. Looking back at it now, I'm a, my heaviest critic. So I'm like, it, those were subpar songs. And well, that's uh, good. That's what you want to
0: get to. And you want to say that here in about two years. You want to look at your songs now going, ooh.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I get I that. I'm so much better now. And. It's all about progression Mm -hmm. I keep all of my old songs still on my phone And like I I play them In the morning right before I'm about to Because I write every morning So I write uh, freestyle on my way to work But I listen to my tracks in the morning While I'm waking up And uh, It kind of reminds me Like where I was at I'm listening to it and like critiquing Like ooh I should have done this here The delivery could have been better here Mm -hmm. And things like that I'm going off topic. I'm sorry. And I'll be all with it. It's just like, I, I'm a big fan of like, always trying to go the next step. And the next step for me is that other award. And, you know, hopefully one day to get signed by Strange. But, you know, C. Lim was the one that kind of said, hey, it's possible with us. And I like the way you move and like how you handle yourself. And it kind of, you know, I've never gotten that kind of, love and respect from another artist even locally you know there's, yeah, that's huge it's that's really cool i just blew my mind yeah like to that to that extent like this dude shares shit starter on repeat on his page all the time okay and i don't even have like friends that will share it every day and oh he, yeah friends you gotta not worry yeah
0: if you're i i think as a you know i don't consider myself super creative but this is like a creative avenue pursuit that i'm 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 on um i've i've come to accept a long time ago not even accept just not expect my friends Mm -hmm. to do i don't expect them to listen to the show i don't expect them to like my posts or promote the post anything like that they're just I get it man We're just friends You know we're friends Like you know me You've known me forever Like we You shouldn't feel like Yeah I don't know I think that's a A trap some people Might fall into As creatives Is getting upset Or butt hurt
1: About <laughs> their friends Not doing enough In their minds For them And it's funny how You say that Because I used To get mad mm-hmm. I used to be that way and then I realized it's, it's like, easy.
0: It's easy. I, I. Yeah, it's
1: easy to get like, come on, man. I've worked hard on this. Don't you yeah. like me? Just, I like, you know, do something. You're my boy. Come yeah. on. And here's the crazy part is it's not the fact that they don't notice and they don't support because they do listen. Mm-hmm. Like I went over to my friend's house and he was playing in our repeat. Mm-hmm. They don't just, they don't just announce it to get that kind of praise. You know, they, they do support and they support in their own way, you know? Uh him his support in a different way with it because he's in the promotional standpoint like he loves to promote uh individuals that he believes in and he believes in himself the most so he'll play his stuff on repeat but when him and I had the conversations that we did the the way that we handled shit starter shit starter took a long time like when I bought the feature it was about six months before I finally got it back and I was like, oh, shit, I completely forgot about this. Mm-hmm. I need to start writing myself. Yeah. And uh, so when I got it back and I got my stuff written out and uh, put it all together, this guy started posting videos of, like, people dancing to it, people vibing to the song. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's really – He's not just taking the feature and run. Mm-hmm. You know, he's actually going to promote it as well. And he's probably proud of it. He wants people to hear it. And I'm thankful for that. I'm, yeah. th- I'm thankful for that situation. Um, I didn't expect it. And it was a curveball. But it also reminded me, holy shit, I'm not promoting as much as I need to. And this is my track. He's promoting. So I'm a little competitive at that point. You got to be. Uh, oh, okay. You're going to. You're gonna out promote me on my own song. Yeah, okay. Nice. Okay. So uh, <clears throat> that's what kind of motivated me, and like what you said earlier, like you're you're kind of like a promotional person, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I try to be because of what I've learned from that experience. Is you know, I if somebody else is sharing my song that we did together more than I am, do I really want to do this? And my answer was yes every time. So. I got to push more. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think everybody has their own flavor. I think you have your own level of success that I think is phenomenal. I mean, I'm more than happy to drive three hours to come. Yeah, that's dope, man. I'm excited. Like your podcast is super amazing. Thanks, man. Like on some real level shit, you know. I believe in
0: it. That's funny. Like I, I'm not, I, I joke around. A lot of times because of the rappers i have on and how much they're like i'm the greatest i'm the greatest so i do have like a little inside joke you know where i say this is the best podcast in kansas city just c- coming from that angle well you got to say it with your chest and right and I, I i to be honest i do believe it but then also part of it is like you know just part of that i
1: don't know promotion like yo i am the best yeah i mean you definitely have <laughs> i've been to a couple podcasts
0: yeah, and, I wanna, I wanted to talk about that. We're we're in a little bit. You don't, yeah, uh, yeah, talk, tell me about some of the podcasts. So cuz you've had some une- you know, some
1: not great experiences or some weird oh ones. Oh my gosh. So like I think one of the biggest things about this podcast in particular is um the focus is on the artist. You know, you've asked far more questions about me. And like what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and not promoting yourself or talking about yourself majority of the time, and that's what kind of blows my mind. I've been to some podcasts where I've probably made like four or five sentences, and then get cut off, and then they're instantly talking about something else. Okay, like this. I think one of my favorite ones besides this one on a podcast is uh, Marcy and Jake. Uh, they have their own podcast in Wichita, and what's it called? It's just Marcy and Jake. Okay, that's cool. it. it. You know, shout people's. out to Marcy and Jake. Hey, you know, shout shout out. You know, mm-hmm. and they're they're beautiful people. Like I've hung out with them multiple multiple times. Nice. Uh, their son, Joaquin, aka M A S, which is phenomenal. If do me a favor, please listen to him. I he, will. He beatbox, raps, and he's a DJ. Okay, like he's triple. Triple threat threat. He's amazing The hat trick Oh my god And uh, his mother and father was like Hey we have a podcast We'd love to have you on Nice And I went absolutely Mm -hmm. And I went with my twin And it started off bad Like the (laughs) It started off really bad And it was not Marcy It was not Jake But my twin My twin just wanted to talk (laughs) And he just kept talking and talking Cutting off sentences and things like that until so we went into our first break and I turned to him I said, dude and he goes, what can you can you shut up <laughs> like it like my name is literally on the title of this podcast mm-hmm. like I'm thankful that you helped get me to this point right but you're doing most of the interview that's meant for me at this point mm-hmm. but then after that it was just like this kind of conversation right here nice. it's like friends chatting yeah and you just relax you know I'm super relaxed I don't feel like that uh you know, I'm being interviewed and being talked to, you know. I told you, it's not an interview. It's smooth. <laughs> We're just kicking it, man. We're just kicking it. Just kicking it. Have a good time. I like it. I'm curious. I
0: mean, I, I have people on that I want to talk to that I'm generally interested in and want want to hear more about. Like, you know, I don't have a lot of rappers on anymore. I've had a lot mm-hmm. on, but I'm really trying to not have too many on. Okay. Just because I don't want to get pigeonholed, yeah. I don't want to be. You want oh, to be that's the, the yeah. I don't, that's the Kansas City rap podcast. Like, no, mm-hmm. I have all kinds of fucking crazy people on. So. Absolutely. Um. But yeah, so when I do have a rapper on, it's either gonna you know it's gonna be someone who I generally am interested in because I have them hitting me up all the time. There's just there's yeah. like I said there's probably fifteen hundred rappers in Kansas City. Jesus. I would guess just people that think they're rappers or call themselves rappers wow and i get them all the time like yo what do i and they're not even nice about it you know they're like yo what do i gotta do to get on the podcast yo what's up bro i think your shit's good let me check you i mean how do i get on i'm like you've never checked this shit out oh, <laughs> you can just tell i was like come on bro how do you want to get on be fucking undeniably good let like, me find you that's how you get on
1: well i mean <laughs> here's my other thing too is like that's that's what i was talking about earlier where's the couth where's like the yeah because nothing Some is people w- are super cool about it, but... Some, some just get all aggressive with it. Mm-hmm. And I think one of my biggest problems with it, you probably dealt with this multiple, multiple times, that awkward small talk conversation before they ask a favor or ask to be on the podcast or ask for, like, for me and for perspective, they sit there and create this, like, bullshit small talk before they ask the real question right. or their main purpose of why they're there. Yeah. Like, d- just... Just start off. Just go ahead and say it and be real about it. Don't mm-hmm. act like you give a shit about how my day was.
0: <laughs>
1: you know? Yeah. And just just say it, you know? Because I've never talked to you and you just call, and just like messaged me or called me out of nowhere to ask me how I'm doing. You, you have an intent. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I see a path here. I don't know where it's going, but I know there's one yeah. there. Yeah, this sounds like that you want me to do something for free. And I don't oh, want to yeah. do that. Oh, God. Like this here, this is this is beautiful. Yeah, and you know, if you ask me to pay to be on it, I I get it. No, I wouldn't you, do that. Well, you gotta support people. <laughs> That's the thing. It's
0: Man, like, this is just this is honestly my selfish endeavor. Like I don't make any money on this. I just I just have it to because I like laughing and learning, and I just like shit to do. It uh it, it 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 came from me being in a very dark place in my life and needing something to focus on. Mm-hmm. To get out of that, and so this is like my therapy. Like every week, I have a new therapist.
1: <laughs> Dude, this is like the coolest exodus I've ever seen. Like for real, if you're looking to find an an out outward like positivity in your life, this is the coolest one I would say. Hell yeah! Like sure as hell beats all the other shit that some people try. What to were do. some of
0: the weird ones you've had? Like you don't have to name their names, but like you said, one you went into a hotel. Or yeah, something, I was or? in a
1: hotel room with one uh in Kansas City. That wasn't a bad one. Okay. I don't, I don't think it was a bad one, but the conversation that we had was about a beef that I was not even really included into. And so the conversation just was all about that. It wasn't much. But the
0: host of, was having a beef and was just w- talking with to some,
1: with somebody else. Like right. having a beef with somebody else and I just so happened to be in the middle of it. And I'm like I don't I've been to a couple of shows of the person that he had a beef with, but I never Really had a problem at those shows I just said no about those shows When I found out Who they were as a person I did a couple of their shows And I was like There's nobody here And J-Rod the problem Oh dude No That was my guess I don't know It wasn't it Okay It was close Really? No (laughs) I don't know who that guy is I Okay I'm uplifting Uh, But That was probably The most peculiar one Because I was like Okay I have a mindset of what I want to talk about in the interview. I'm prepared for those questions. And he's asking curveball questions about something that I, have, I know nothing about. Something you don't want to even be involved with. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, Can we just talk about music? Like, can we talk about something positive? Yeah. Or uh, more importantly, let's talk about, like, the person that I drove three hours to be there. Yeah. Like, I, I want Respect
0: my time.
1: Like, and I don't feel like he took it as. Like in the sense of he didn't understand that it was moderately disrespectful. Like I didn't try to hold it against him. And I still don't like to because I'm I don't like confrontation. People
0: like beef, though. People people like beef. It sells. It's interesting to people. Uh, People get sucked into it. Like like just if you have beef with someone, I mean, you even get sucked into it. Like you don't want to let beef go. And then it just takes over. Like hates a very
1: hates a very strong feeling that can really overtake a person. I just don't like it. You know, I'm not a big no, fan. of yeah. If if I don't like you, I'm just gonna try to avoid you. You know, yeah. I I don't. It, it's a big enough world. I don't have yeah. to be around you. But you know, the rap game is you got You gotta have some beef. You yourself, mm-hmm. you were into Tupac. Come on, that's the I, biggest beef of all time. I I know, <laughs> I know. I know. And, and it's kind of hypocritical at that point. But me personally, I like internal peace. Yeah. You know, me being angry at somebody. No wonder you and Alan Wayne get along. You got a uh, couple of. I don't know. He, namaste. And Couple shit. namaste, and shit brothers. Yeah, I mean, he's just a, he's all around cool dude. I like his energy. I like the way he, he handles himself. He's got good humor. He talks when he wants to talk. Mm-hmm. If he's not just talking about some bullshit, he's never going to do that. Like he's one he's of those he's deep.
0: End- he's super deep and thoughtful and you can tell if he's going to speak something it's it's something that he's really thought about and, and 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 put in some real thought to.
1: And one of one of my favorite parts about him is like he'll sneak some humor in. Like you're not oh, even yeah. expecting it. You're not even expecting. It. You're just sitting there having a conversation, and then he'll just slip something in. Yeah. And everybody's just looking at each other and start laughing. You know, like dude's a really cool guy. Like hands down, one of my favorites that I've I've met around here. Yeah, he was. Um,
0: <clears throat> think he was. was he my first rapper guest? He was my first big rapper guest. Yeah. He's for the big. podcast, I like I. I just, I I found his music and I loved it. And then I just like, I'm going to, it was my first, he was my first person I reached out to who I thought was a bigger name that probably should have come on my show. Like I was kind of brand new, maybe, I don't even remember, 20 episodes or something like that. That's fantastic. And he came on and we hit it off. I mean, we just, I mean, he's been my brother ever since. Mm -hmm. We had, we had a great interview for about three hours And I had some people in the room with me. And one of the gals kicked the power cord. Zink. We (laughs) lost the whole interview. No. So we had to fire it back up and then went for like another hour and did like an hour or something interview. But we had like three hours of just gold. It was just beautiful conversation. And both him and I hate that we lost it, Mm -hmm. but also love that we lost it. Yeah. Because it was just made it even that more special the connection that we made and the conversation it just it, it was just really cool that hey like we just had this real cool connection and no one else got to hear it but that's kind of a beautiful thing too absolutely and, and he's, then lesson learned I learned
1: he's so knowledgeable though mm-hmm. like he's given me so much like within let's see I met him the same time I met you mm-hmm. at the same time
0: yeah I introduced you mm-hmm. I think yeah
1: and uh, that from there we've been chatting ever since like we've maintained contact uh through that he's given me so much like game knowledge Mm -hmm. like he's given me a lot of uh influence in the sense of like how I should handle myself the demeanor that I should give out he's an OG I mean he's been around like yeah that is
0: one dude if I was a rapper in the game and he was letting me bend his ear I would be doing that as much as I could that is a good dude to know and to get get information from
1: and it was authentic yeah you know what i mean well that's what i mean
0: that's why i mean he he does it he does it authentically he's a he's a real one
1: well like i said like i was a fan of his before i even knew who he was Mm -hmm. you know and and that's that's where my biggest thing about this whole scenario is like this individual right here uh is giving me knowledge free knowledge Mm -hmm. and willing to because he believes in something that i also believe in and that part right there, it's just cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really cool. Like this situation right here, this is super cool. Yeah. The fact that, you know, you believe in me and what I'm doing. Yeah. It's fantastic. I'm thankful. It was the suit, man.
0: It's It was the suit and the performance, it was the onstage presence. It was the mm-hmm. suit and the hair. Thank I you. was like, this a little G Easy rip off here.
1: <laughs> the great value G Easy over here. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Kroger style.
0: I did I, I wish I remember what I said to you. I did say, Oh, you remind me of G Z mixed with somebody. I can't remember who I mixed you with,
1: but uh token, I think. You said token, I think. Token? Okay. You said something it was, it was like Token or Chris Webby. It was it was another white rapper. Was it okay. It wasn't MGK. Nobody compares me to MGK. No, (laughs) R.I.P. to his rap career after going against the greatest. Yeah, dude. That's and then that's why he turned. Yeah, turned to to, uh, pop pop punk. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I was like, dude, poor
0: guy. Go eat your fucking oatmeal or cereal, wherever the hell that was. Elsewhere, buddy. Dude, go do that shit with Travis Barker or something. How
1: How are you gonna go against the greatest rapper of time, all time, all time? Like, I, I label him there the greatest is. of all time. uh. Like, lyrically, like, freestyle-wise, like, delivery, everything is just next level with Eminem. And you're going to come with autotune and a hook on a diss track. Like, do you not remember where he came from? Did you not watch 8 Mile? You had to watch 8 Mile. He forgot. He watched it when he was a kid. Oh, my God. And then Kill Shot happened. I was like... Yep, that's what I expected. Mm-hmm. But the weird thing is, like, that's how I know we're in like a weird generational gap between like people like me and the like individuals nowadays. Like, oh, MGK killed him, and I went, no. Well, you I can't.
0: Yeah, I think yeah the 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 gap. There is a gap, like old heads and young heads. I would say. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the young heads were like uh, MGK's song was better. Like it was a better song, mm-hmm. but. M destroyed him. Hands like, down. yeah, he 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 just he battled him and, and, and destroyed him. But but M G K song was probably the better song if you look at it. But not like,
1: I mean, it was a song. I mean, it that's wasn't the a diss that, track,
0: right? And that's the I mean, that's the old head versus young heads. Like the the old heads are like, no, no Eminem fucking destroyed him.
1: Like M and he like literally took situations that was put into that diss track and applied them against him, like. I I was a debate nerd in high school. Okay, cool. A little fun fact for everybody out there. So I was a master de- debater. <laughs> yeah. Hey oh the biggest master debater. It's like <laughs> next <laughs> level. <laughs> but uh yeah, and in debate, i I kinda like did the same thing. I, I find the arguments and I piece each individual argument that was brought up. And bring a disadvantage Or a counter argument against it That's exactly what Eminem did mm-hmm. Like if you piece by piece it He added more into it And then on top of that Answered any sort of questions That would have been left unsaid If he didn't put it in that song And that's like At least through a debate nerd standpoint Like easy, no. easy Eminem won. Like easy And MGK was just calling him old and yeah. then said he was great yeah. at the same time. Like, you're the greatest yeah. of all time, yelling at the mic. Like, okay, this is not a diss track at this point. You, you've already lost. You've already succeeded that he's the greatest of all time. So mm-hmm. why are you going against the greatest of all time? That's a good point. Like, I I think it was all media-driven. He, he wanted more of a buzz, and then it, it turned south because – I mean – he got in a fight with a lion. He got in the cage
0: with a lion. He lost Yeah, he thought he was going to be all right. No. You learn real quick. Oh, shit. No. You don't mess with the goat. You're done. You're just done, son.
1: On. Like, just bacon or, pla- or, you know, paper or plastic. It's a wrap, you know? <laughs> you wrap it up. still.
0: Uh, So, what do you got next going on? You're doing, which I think is interesting. You are doing these live shows, which are very controversial and rare right now yeah. during this time of this uh pandemic yeah fuck COVID. you know oh yeah i do know fuck COVID is what i'm saying yeah. um you're gonna continue doing these like are these still
1: if i can yeah they're still uh, on? yeah so um, how are the
0: turnouts for these things are they a lot less than they would have
1: been without COVID, or is it still i so i did a show like i i I wouldn't say I hosted the show, but I helped pick some of the artists that were on the show. And, uh, my manager and I like gathered together and made this decision on, uh, creating a show for Jerry Robinson. Mm -hmm. So Jerry Robinson was coming into town, uh, shout out to strange music. Uh, but Jerry Robinson's came, came into town and I was co-headlining. That place was packed. The damn thing was packed. We were full occupancy. Like, People could not come in type scenario. It was it was beautiful. That's great. Like uh, COVID regulations. That was in Wichita? That was in Wichita. And we even had the COVID curfew. So like in Wichita, uh, the bar will only stay open till 11. And we were able to fill that bitch up and- Get them ha- out? Oh my God. Wow. We had Alan there. We had uh, Unique was there. I had one of my buddies, Thane, who's from Wichita. He's he's like real hip hop, like real real hip hop. I like his style. Uh, we had Johnny the Good Villain, uh, which that guy is amazing. It's like, a funny name. Yeah, I it, like that name. It's a it's a very good oxymoron. The mm-hmm. Good Villain, you know, but it, with like his Walter songs, White, exactly. But he's definitely. I mean, his delivery, his style is phenomenal. He's a he's a close friend of mine, and he's a big support. Nice. So uh, I had to put him on that show For sure um, MAS which I talked to you earlier right. that, that triple threat Yeah, yeah. He was the, the beatboxing DJ And he had his own set Where he did a song And he was also beatboxing during his set It was amazing like, yeah. he, he was halftime So like uh, There was good artists in the beginning uh, I don't have them all down But there was a lot of Kansas City In that blend right there And then uh, MAS came in. And then after that was like Johnny, the good villain, unique and everybody else, Alan Wayne. And we even had a band. Oh, cool. So like the starting How fun was like a, it was like a, a sublime kind of style Sweet. band where they had a little bit of rapping too with it. So, uh, we, we added something a little bit outlandish and, uh, it worked. It was packed. And, Jerry Robinson was really cool. I got to meet him afterwards, and you know, I I was the one right before him, so he was right in because of the COVID regulations. He was trying to make sure that he was good, mm-hmm. uh, and he was able to listen to my set and you know uh, let me know, hey, you, you did a good job, which meant a lot to me. Yeah, you know? but uh yeah, that that was packed. I have another one. um I was supposed to have one this weekend. Uh, but it got canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, overbooking. Someone so you're going to be able to put. So you're still going to keep doing
0: these live shows. Is that kind of the way to?
1: I don't know. Just do things right now. I, I think it's more just, of a statement at this point. Yeah. You know, uh, the statement is is if I can do it, I know you guys can. Mm-hmm. So if you're not doing it, or if you don't want to do it. Either admit you don't want to do it, but don't don't lie to yourself and say Yeah, because that's
0: the thing. I, I see a very few people like yourself that are doing, that are putting in the time and the work right now and doing this shit, and a lot of these other people are not. This is the most opportune time. Yeah. Like, these people want to get out there. They just,
1: they have people are going to go, I got
0: nothing to do. I want to get out and see live music,
1: and then you're going to find new fans that way. Exactly. And it's people that are like, it's kind of like Joe's, you know, Joe's here, where you wait, like. An hour before you. Oh, Joe's can't can see the barbecue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you have Oklahoma to, Joe's. You have to wait wait an hour just to get some food. Sometimes, you know, you gotta go at the right time. Yeah, I I did not go at the right time. Yeah, but I think the food tasted ten times better uh, because of the fact that I was ready for it. Like mm. I was really needing that at that point, point. and I think it's kind of the same situation here. It's like mm, Joe's. The music sounds a lot better because we have a situation where people are when they're going to the show, it's not just an every weekend type deal. Mm-hmm. They're special now. This is the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, barley corns was a prime example of that. And that's, uh, the venue that we performed at in Wichita. it was a prime example of people like really are finding a way to go out. And here's the crazy part about it. Uh, Lil flip was performing at rock Island, which is like a few, like, couple yards the other way and we were still packed oh nice that's what i'm saying it's like people are yearning to be out yeah right? they are and capitalize on that shit people you have to um and that and that was kind of where i'm going with this is uh you know we we kind of got a little bit of a setback december 12th <coughs> we were supposed to have a show again at barley corns with alan wayne mm. uh that got uh canceled because the regulation in wichita now is 25 tops in a venue Oh, geez. Yeah. There's no way the venue is uh, going to make
0: money. I'm so worried about stuff coming down the pike right now. Like, I don't like... The shutdowns don't work. They're horrible for business. And I am afraid Biden's going to shut the country down as soon as he takes over. And that's really going to...
1: That's really why I'm I'm maximizing as much as I can. Yeah, do it. Like, I, I have you to. have got like a month and a half left. <laughs> and so that's the plan. It's mm-hmm. like, I we... My, my buddy Matt and I are literally putting our heads together. We're even trying to figure out if we can get a tour in, squeeze a tour in. Yeah, uh, We've got a show for sure December 5th here at the Roxy. Um, we're working on another show midway through, so we're probably looking at maybe, uh, maybe the 15th, 16th. If we're going to try to. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we also have Haystack that's coming to Kansas City at the Roxy we're gonna see if we can get on that Mm -hmm. but um all of those are co-headlining um we're talking to venues in dallas which texas probably gonna be the last one that's ever gonna be like covid regulated yeah them in florida right yeah because they don't they don't give a damn that's right that's what i love about texas (laughs) like like you got minimum speed and you can own a tiger you know that's (laughs) fantastic (laughs) shout out to tiger king but uh What what I mean by that and where I'm going with it is, like, we're trying to find areas that we know predominantly is more uh, against the COVID regulations Mm -hmm. and trying to maximize, at least create a fan base at that time, uh, while in the same token, go around and make sure I have my EP done so then if I'm not able to do shows, I can at least promote. And right. g- get merch out and things like that things that i would get revenue from from the show and create a fan base with the people that i've gathered yeah in like texas oklahoma um i think the next one is uh, we're looking to fill up missouri too. like try to hit different spots in missouri besides just kansas city mm-hmm. you know yeah you haven't have you hit missouri up yet roxy's I'll- kansas Yeah, um, so Kansas City is probably, like, the Missouri part. I played uh, in downtown Kansas City a couple of times. There's, like, uh, this wedding venue that I performed at, the most hated State of the Union, Uh, performed at another most hated venue. Uh, It was right by Power and Light District. It was on, like, 12th Street. So it was right in that area, Mm -hmm. too. And I performed there, like, twice and uh, performed... Um, In Topeka twice One for nice. the most hated Get then, that Midwest down
0: I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to Hold this uh, Midwest Get on Strange You got a nice little uh, trajectory
1: You got a nice plan it looks like Well I'm, I'm working Yeah I'm working And anywhere where I can You know And uh it, it, it all just comes by being a You know A legitimately nice guy Just don't <laughs> Just don't be a dickhead Yeah like, There's no secret to this at all It's just If you really give a shit about it You're gonna go and do it and when you're gonna do it, you're gonna show respect along the way and yeah. like legitimately mean it when you look somebody in the eye and you say, Hey, thank you. Right. Mean that shit. You know, yeah. because you should. Because without them, without this, like mm-hmm. without all these cameras, without an awesome individual who's having conversation, not interviewing me. <laughs> you know? Holla. Exactly. You know, that type of energy, that respect, that mutual respect goes a long way. That's all it is. That's true. The golden rule.
0: Yeah. Well, I uh, I see you doing big things, Nick Gibbs. Thank you. I like what you're doing. Uh, I love the suits. Thank you, thank you. Uh, the smoke, the lights, the music, all of it, man. I like what you're doing. Clearly, a lot of other people do, too. And, man, I mean, there's certain people, you just you put it out there that you want to be on Strange, and that's your goal, and you just dedicate everything you can to doing that. I don't see that not happening for you. I appreciate I just, that.
1: Yeah. I appreciate that a lot. I be, mean, Be the next UBI. That's, that's the next feature. He needs to hit me up. I need to get a song with him for real. Who do you want to work with? Oh, everybody. Everybody Strange Music, hands down. Uh, yeah, I got
0: a couple right now that you'd be like, oh my God, like UBI
1: or... Well, so... Godimus, you've met a couple times. Mm-hmm. Godimus is locked in. So him nice. and I are doing a song for sure. I can't wait. I love Godimus. Oh, dude, his wordplay, his delivery. He's just... Like when he performs live, he's so relaxed. His hands are in his pockets, just like sitting. there. He's
0: an OG. He's been doing it forever. He's like, yeah, That's, yeah.
1: You know, I'm just out here, just fucking killing shit. Cool. Yep. You know, and uh, you know, um, I got Joey Cool locked in. Darren Saffron's another one I locked in. C Lim and I are doing a song. Um, the shit. ones. Yeah, I, mean, I already got some people lined up, huh? Well, I'm making a whole uh, album. Okay. With Let's nothing look. but strange music artists. Nothing but features? Strange music features? Yeah, it's called Strange Addiction. Dope. Yeah.
0: Dope. It's, When's
1: that going to come out? Uh, Probably not for a while. Another year or so? I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah. Uh, I, it's all... depend. I got to lock in all these features. So, like, God, and this is super busy. So, I'm still waiting on the feature for him. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's been months. And I'm not really in a rush, you know, because... You already know. It's yeah. already locked in. And they're creative people. You don't want to rush creativity. Oh, They'll no. get around to it when they. You don't, you don't ask Picasso to hurry the hell up <laughs> while he's painting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And same thing with Joey Cool. Well, like, ask him for an ear. Ah, oh, dude. Just like, hey. Oh, wait, that's man. Van Gogh. That's Van Gogh. God damn it. Starry Night. I'm man. an idiot. You're not an idiot. No, I was kidding. You got this. Got uh, this. i pull it together, Ryan. You got it. Recovery. But uh, yeah, Darren Saffron was really quick. He got his out like nice. that. Like in and out. How about Alan Wayne? You gonna do something with him? Oh, Try and dude. do something with him, or I, I've unique. So we created a merger at this point. So like, Alan and I uh, have a mutual respect for my beat maker who made Shit Starter, Criss Cross, all these beats that I have. had. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, "I want to do a song with your guy with us. We got to do a song. So that that's that's in the works." cool um definitely like we we work too close together already like we've
0: hey, i can't wait for that one I, I love yeah my one of my favorite songs of his is also one another of my favorite uh cw to youngblood they did a song called the most gangsterist mm-hmm. and that's my favorite alan wayne song and then c-dub put one out the remix like a remix of the most gangsterist and it might be better than the original it's
1: they're both Ooh. so fucking good that's amazing. So good. He he always lays out, and it, it, it his cadences are unpredictable. Yeah. Like, some people could predict the song. You couldn't predict it with him. And yeah. that's It's kind of like a scary movie. <laughs> if, if you could predict the whole entire scenario of what the scary movie is going to be before it even happens, you don't like it. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I watch the Annabelle, I think it's like Comes Home. Man, I don't know shit about scary movies. Well, I watched, it, I watched it in theaters because my girl and I are like huge scary movie fans. Mm. We'll watch scary movies together. It's kind of our thing. But uh, we're watching this in the theater, and I like predicted everything through that. And her and I both looked at each other and went, holy shit, we just spent $20 each just to expect everything. Boo. Boo. Boo, Alan Wayne, you are not Annabelle. You're not. <laughs> you're, you're marvelous. Like, marvelous, simply marvelous. Marvelous, phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, this was awesome, man. I appreciate you making this trip. Of course. All the way out here. Yeah. Uh w- is there anything you wanna talk about? I did all the whatever. Is if there's is there anything you wanna hit on? Is there anything that so you were preparing for or,
1: or wanted to wanted for, me
0: to ask or talk to you
1: about? Honestly, not really. Uh-huh. Uh I I just kinda went with you on it, like freestyled it. I feel like that uh one of my biggest things about having these kind of conversations is if if you force something it doesn't seem authentic. Yeah, and this I hands down authentic. Like I've enjoyed every minute of it. Good so far. Fuck yeah. You know, uh, I don't know if you're gonna go crazy right at the end or anything like that. But look, no, no. This, this is your
0: time to shine you, right here. Pimp whatever you want here. Say, ask whatever.
1: Yeah. So like, I guess one thing that I would ask, like, as a podcast individual, mm-hmm. like, what do you, what do you enjoy, like, what do you get from like an artist? That makes them want to come here and uh, have that kind of conversation with them. Like, what made you want to hit me up and be like, "Hey, let's let's do this"? I just like um, it's a few things really. I guess I'll get super
0: candid with you. Um, I'm always looking for. I, I this podcast is dependent on somebody else, so I always have to get a guest. Right, but I don't want just any guest, um, and so I get people that I am generally. Interested in promoting, or talking to, or learning from, or if there's just some kind of expert experts like, I don't know. I had a dude that's a hydroponic aquaponics expert. That's growing vegetables in fish tanks basically, and there's fish living in there. You can eat the fish, you can eat the food, and cycles through and like it's just amazing shit. And then you got to get these crazy bugs that feed i don't it's just a whole crazy it's just insane um
1: he creates his own ecosystem yeah that's beautiful
0: yeah um i'm just a very curious individual
1: that's amazing and
0: so i just want people on and then also i like to laugh like i have comics on and like hey comics make me laugh people
1: (laughs) and that's that's the best part is you know you don't you you don't put yourself in the box doing no You just find your own way. Mm -hmm. and
0: uh, It's my show. It's what I want to do. And yeah, so I just reach out to people who I really want to talk to. I mean, that's basically it. That's awesome. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is... You are my last guest that I have scheduled. Really? I have no more guests scheduled. I haven't... Today, I reached out to one person to see if I can get a schedule for next Sunday. Mm -hmm. If it happens, it does. If not, um, I'm going to take a break. I've been going hard at this for... I don't know. I have 120-something episodes. I do one almost every. It's been over two and a half years, probably, officially. Wow. So I just need to take a break for, like, probably just December.
1: Yeah, just smooth out. Just
0: chill, like, not worry about it, not have to work on it, and then come back
1: refreshed in January with, uh, yeah, just going back at it. Absolutely. And if you ever want me to come back. Oh, for sure. This was cool, man. I can always bring a crew, too. Like, I got some good people that you would love to meet just okay as, just as crazy as i am you know?
0: you know what you are not the first person from wichita i've had on the show that's awesome had a was almost started a second podcast with these two girls from wichita really but you know they're flaky and didn't commit we did like two episodes maybe we called it two chicks one dick huh and it was just like yeah it was Two hot chicks and me shooting the shit, and making jokes is
1: funny. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I mean, that sounds awful. Two chicks and uh-huh. you know, just you by yourself. That's pretty yeah. bad. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. I I bet you you had to like talk to them too. Yeah, it's very hard uh, it's to different. talk to them.
0: <laughs> but yeah, they're from Wichita and they still live there. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, she one of them has an OnlyFans page. Ah. Uh, if you guys are out there, not you, you got your lady right here. Yeah. I shouldn't even say anything, but uh.
1: no, we we're, we're good on the only. But if anybody right. else
0: out there, if you guys want, uh, you'll check out Mercedes' fat fine ass. There hit me up. I'll t- I'll show you the link. To there you go. Our only fans. You're the plug, man. I am. Shout it out. Plugging it all, but <laughs> yeah, man, that's I, yeah. Again,
1: I just like having. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy when people can want to come on and do it. Absolutely. I was actually. uh, Fun fact, I was in Knob Noster, Missouri. okay, So I was hanging out with my cousin, my cousins, plural. Uh, we were sitting there like last night and they're like, when do you have to go and do this interview? And I was like, well, it starts at uh, 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So we we're like, we literally drank till about one o'clock. Oh, nice. And then woke up and I was like, "Oh shit, we got to go. <laughs> so we had that breakfast burrito. Yep. Yeah. So I had a breakfast burrito this morning with with a mimosa and said, all right, let's go. Hair of the dog. Yeah. And here you are. I showed up. I appreciate it, man. This was a fun time.
0: Absolutely. We'll do this again. Absolutely. And I can't wait to see more stuff come out. Absolutely. And I hope I get a chance to catch you live again. I want to see the new upgrades and all that Ooh. stuff. So,
1: Dude. A- anybody watching right now who lives in the Kansas City area, hit me up. Nick Gives 316 on Facebook. And also search me on Instagram if you have that too. Nick A Gibbs 93 and like hit me up for a ticket because you don't want to miss this Joey Cool show for sure. Dope. You you do not. Like if you can make it, I will save you a ticket for real. When is it? It's December 5th. What is that? Saturday? That's a Saturday. Yeah. Those
0: are hard for me. I got my kids on the weekends. That's true. I'm not a huge Joey Cool fan. to I,
1: mean. I mean, if you don't want to go, that's fine, but it will be on. You didn't mean video. to say that that loud, but. He's fine. He's amazing. I like his style.
0: I, I respect him. He's just not for me. He, but I respect him. He seems like a cool dude to hang out. I love, I've seen him around. He seems cool, but I'm just... His music, I am i don't love, but I'm not hating on the dude. I respect the shit out of him. Yeah,
1: he's super dope. Yeah. And, and he... I mean, at that Roxy show, he stopped me. And yeah, I saw him out there, yeah. Like, that That was the coolest experience ever. Because, like, I'm, I'm a big fan of his music. I can tell you shouted him out. Oh, dude. Joey Cool's shit. Yeah. Uh, and... You know when when he took time out of his day to listen to my performance and then compliment it and hit tell me to hit him up, give me his personal number. It's like, awesome, man. Like that—that's an honor. Yeah. Like from some of those like strange
0: that. music dudes, they all. Most of them seem pretty legit, cool, just regular dudes.
1: They're really nice. Yeah. Like I—I've never met one that I—I I didn't didn't like. Cool. I mean, there's some that like you know you don't know me yet, individual. So like. You're like okay, yeah, cool. Mm. Uh, I know you, but you don't know me type scenario. But then you know, once we break that, that like that gap, yeah. you know, then it becomes real and it's super cool. Like the experiences that I've had with strange music in particular. That's why. That's gonna happen. That's it's the one gonna I would, happen. I mean, that's that's why I want to work with them. You know, yeah, for sure There's because dope, I love the artists there.
0: Dude, all of them. It's gonna happen. I see it. Thank you. Yeah. Nick Gibbs, this was amazing. Thank uh, you. Everybody go to Spotify. Check out Nick Gibbs. Yes. That's it. I mean, he's got more coming out. Look for this dude in the future. Follow him. Follow me at Neander Talk Pod on Instagram. Hit me up at NeanderTalkPodcast.com. That's it, man. Bye. Mm-hmm.